When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh man, yes, you're my lady. Hey, y'all know it's been a long time since we got to sing live on the air. Corey, keep my music going. Uh, yes. Hey, Corey, you ever seen Deion Sanders do that dance he does at Jackson State? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now, y'all. Hey, what's going on, world? Love y'all and respect y'all, man. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, rocking to the lovely sounds of D'Angelo Lady. Y'all know what time it is. When y'all hear that tune, we do what it is that we do. And I got a special guest rocking with me behind the walls. My man Corey Guidry been on this thing all day, and we're going to send him out in a special way, all right? So you know how we do it. Let's do it how only we do it, and let's kick it only How we kick it, all right? So no matter the weather, this is where birds of a feather come to flock together. At 12 p.m., at 12 p.m., it's my time. Listen to me. It's my time to bring you the sunshine. From the north to the south and the east to the west, please do not stress. And the reason being is because you know, listen to me, you know you are blessed. It's your hostess with the mostest, Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, Mr. Real Life, Real Talk himself. And I am live and wild on your radio dial with a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. Yes, energy to waste. Mm-hmm. That's right. And if you're looking for inspiration, unity, and community, then watch this, ladies and gentlemen. Watch this. It is guaranteed. It is guaranteed that you are in the right place. And so you already know. Yo, let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. And I'm going to come in hot on the microphone. And the reason being is because, listen, not only did you wake up, ah, but you got up. Yeah, there's a difference. There's an added level that you have to put on that thing. And so if you are in your car, if you are at home, you outside with the kiddos, wherever you are, be proud. Poke your chest out a little bit and feel blessed beyond measure because not only did you wake up. Nah, but you started moving. Then you got up. And that means you are destined for greatness today. And we're going to help usher you along the way. I'm at TC Speaks 32 on all of your social media platforms. I'm going live on IG right here and right now. If you want to see my face while we dig into this place, yo, please do. Send your text messages in 512-337-3776. This is the Horn Radio Station. We are live. We are local. And we are digital. Home to some of the best Saturday shows this side of the Mississippi. Shout out to my man Rodney at Revved Up who got the microphone hot for me before coming in. Man, happy holidays to everybody. Yo, yo, tis is, this is the holiday season and I get elated. I get more jubilant when I think about the holiday season. And um, the thing that stands out to me most is what I love about the time is just seeing my children. You know, they, they, first off, they don't have school. All three of the little knuckleheads don't have school. Um, but how, how jubilant they are, how loving they are, how excited they are. 
they are about the holiday season. And so, man, send in your text messages. Let me know what you love about the holiday season. I'll shout you out real life, real talk, in real time. Uh, to my man Corey behind the glass, um, and it's Corey Gidry, at Corey Gidry 11 on Twitter, uh, first and foremost. Give my man a follow. But, Corey, what do you love about the holiday season, bro? Like, what's your, what's your favorite thing about the holiday season? It's got to be just seeing the grandparents, you know. Oh, all I the love cousins, that. All the cousins. That I got some cousins live out of state. They, uh-huh. all, they all come out to visit, and that's just the best part, seeing everybody that you don't get to see, you know the rest of the time throughout the year and so that's what i feel like most people need to not gloss over right here and right now i feel like during these times is where you can find a commonality between you and complete strangers the the, the people on your job who you don't normally talk to the people who are in your neighborhood that you normally don't speak about bro y'all got more in common this holiday season because tis the season bro you just want happiness you just want family you just want some peace right you just want all of those things so you have more in common than you think with individuals so i, I appreciate you on that shout out man um and Corey, it makes me piggyback off of this when i'm thinking about like my kids um for me i'm looking at them and i'm also thinking about legacy and so it's a word that i want people to write down in this moment as we go through the holiday season like what does legacy look like to you um what what does that stem for because as you're looking at family then you got to put things back on yourself and say what will my legacy be with my time here on this earth and i'm trying to help people feel inspired not motivated but inspired of that thing that keeps you keeping on and when you think about legacy then you think about things that are bigger than just you all right what's the measuring tool all right when i think about great teams great athletes when i see people i think we get caught up in as fans we think they are playing against an opposing team when we think about dynasties, when we think about MVPs, when we think about all these great names in sports and history that we know and we love, we look at them going up against the opposition. We look at like, oh my gosh, Peyton Manning was going up against Tom Brady. Troy Aikman up against uh, Joe Montana. Michael Jordan going against Reggie Miller. When I feel like that, I feel this is when, from an athlete standpoint, I don't even think people in their greatness see opposition. When they are in their real greatness, they're thinking about their legacy and what it is that they have to do battle within themselves that keeps them at that elite status. And so what I want to help somebody with today is when I think about legacy, I don't want you to think about the opposition. I don't want to think want you to think about people who are standing in your way. I don't want you to think about your boss. I don't want you to think about any adversity. I want you to think about what you got to do to go to war with yourself. Because self is what's going to stop you anyway. Legacy. Michael Jordan was going to battle up against himself. He created a narrative where he competed against himself each and every day. When you compete against self, the opposition can't stop you. You eliminate them. For some, maybe it's an illness. All right. For some, maybe it's a disability. Whatever it is, put it back on self and let your legacy go against yourself. That's what it really means. Not about anybody else, bro. Go to war with yourself. And that's what will keep you pushing and will get you over the term of fatigue and will allow you to keep pressing. What will your legacy be starting this holiday season? Yeah, what mark you going to get ready to leave? What what are you creating for your nieces and your nephews? What are you what are you doing for your cousins and your wife, your husband, your spouse, your children? What will the legacy be? When you leave, what mark will you make? And it becomes very simple for you as to how you approach your day every day. All right. Now, shout out to the Multiple Sclerosis Association of America. I made this post on my Instagram earlier today. Um, I'm coming in hot today. Um, a, a lot of people have sent me messages as to why I advocate so hard. Big E from Hooling. I see you with your text message. Love you, baby. Happy holidays to you. Um, and I want to encourage people to understand why I advocate so hard as a as a person living with multiple sclerosis um, since 2007. Why I push so hard 
hard our Educate, Elevate, Collaborate initiative, which raises awareness about multiple sclerosis in underserved communities, how it affects people of color, black and brown communities in a way um, that is so, uh, so needs so much more education behind it because we are losing lives behind it. Um, I have blessed to be a part of All Roads Lead the Change for the Multiple Sclerosis Association of America. And uh, the premise of this thing was being a part of a show with a couple of doctors who have numerous degrees. Your boy TC, who only has a bachelor's degree, all right, and a bunch of healthcare professionals. I don't fit the mold, but this is what I'm telling you. I think about what I want my legacy to be. And so when I think about my legacy, there's no room that I can't step in that I don't deserve to be a part of because of the mission that I have over my heart. And if I have a mission, I want to make sure that it is heard because I have perspective. And that's what I want to tell people today, because you're going towards legacy. Now you're already putting doubts in front of your mind because you're thinking you don't have room to be in the room. You think you don't have enough accolades to get before people and share your story, share your heart, share your business dream. All right. But you do. And so when I was in this thing with the MSAA, with a bunch of people who have degrees more than I have, I came to it and I said, I've got perspective. And, and, and the boatload of the conversation was this. We went into depth because age-specific multiple sclerosis mortality patterns indicate that blacks or African-Americans experience the highest mortality rate for individuals less than 55 years of age. So if people want to know why I always get on this microphone and I always hint towards multiple sclerosis, it's because people in my community are dying and, and there needs to be a greater level of awareness towards it. And so I got in there and I spoke my piece and I recognized that, no, I don't have the degree, but I have something to say. You may not have the degree, but you have something to say. You may not have the dream right now. that's tangible for you to touch, but it's coming. You have something to do. You have something to say. And I want you to follow through with confidence in that thing today. All right. For I let that marinate on your cerebrum. I want to let you cling to this. I want to let you cling to this. Worrying is like a rocking chair. All right. It keeps you busy, but it gets you nowhere. Think about that for a second. All right. Worrying is like a rocking chair. It keeps you busy, but it gets you nowhere. All right. Think about that, man. That comes from a woman by the name of Joyce Mayer. I do a lot of reading. Um, my wife and I both do. And we stumbled, I stumbled upon that quote from her in one of her books. And I got to thinking, man, and it's really perspective, because as we think about the things that we want to do and the things that we want to accomplish and, and where we want to go in life and building dreams and, and, and building all these things and where we want to ascend to in our own levels of life. Um, it's the worry and it's the doubt that keeps us from moving forward, which we will go into greater detail as the show continues to push on. Um, but if you think about it, picture yourself in a rocking chair, bro. You can you can rock, man. It's nice and easy. It's nice and easy. But you'll see cars passing by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see people come up to the porch and they're walking and they're moving and they're going to greater destinations and you're just rocking. But you're staying in the same doggone place. And what I want to tell somebody is you've got so much worry and so much doubt stacked up between you and your dream, you and your goals, that it is not getting you anywhere. There are some people listening in. You're in the same place from 2021. Now you are here in 2022 is coming to a close. And we're sitting here singing our shoulda, coulda, woulda still the same way we were coming into this year. And we got to start laying those things to rest. We got to start getting up out of the rocking chair. All right. Because the worrying is blocking us from getting to the place that we are needed to be. And as I say it, I say it all the time. Again, I say again, I say again, I say 
when you don't follow through with who you are called to be on this earth, my brothers and my sisters, it's not just you that hurts. No, it's all of us on the outside that need your perspective, that need your insight, that need your 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 words, your framework, because when we don't have your perspective, we suffer internally. As a as a as a people, as a country, as citizens, like we struggle because you don't follow through with your dream. So if nobody has ever told you of your level of importance, if nobody has ever spoken to you within this first segment of real life, real talk on 104.9 The Horn, nobody ever sat down and told you, yo, you matter. I'm sitting here telling you today, yo, we need you. We need what you have. We need your value system. We need your perspective. We need your new insight, nor your new change, because all of those things lead to a better world. Yep. All those things lead to a better Austin, Texas. Uh, they lead to a better level of entrepreneurship that, that your perspective will give hope and, and dreams to a young person who is going through school right now with a learning disability. And they don't know how it is that they're going to get past the great level that they're in because they're looking at their disability and it's holding them back from being who they are. But they need your story of I can. But if you aren't willing to get up out of that rocking chair. Because you're worried or because you didn't come from money or because you grew up this way or because your skin looks a certain color or because you aren't the president and CEO of a certain company or or, or because uh, you are the youngest within your family or 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 because you're the one who always got shunned uh, when you were going through your adolescent years. And now you're sitting your own level of adulthood and you feel like, man, I can't do this. I got an idea, but it's not pushing forward. I want you to focus on taking that leap. All I'm asking you guys to do is stop rocking in the rocking chair and just take that first step towards standing and believing in what it is that you have. Just take the step. And then as you take the step, you'll continue to guide foot after foot. It's just one step at a time, y'all. Get out of the rocking chair. And and I feel good about saying this thing because I won't be able to be on the microphone for that. Man, me and Corey just came on the microphone. He told me, he's like, man, I think this is your last show. We've got two more weeks. I'm going to see you till the new year. So I approached the microphone at a different level of urgency because I want people to really, really hone in on what those new year resolutions for themselves or whatever you want to call them will be for yourself. All right. And so as you're going through today as you're going through today write down as we take our commercial break later um, write down what it is that you want for yourself in 2023 what didn't get off the ground in 2022 because we can't let the baggage seep in and put us further behind in the new year and so as you're doing this look Look at yourself. Let a person examine itself. I'm going to talk about what the message, uh, how in depth I'm going to go with this because I'm really, you know, transitioning everybody to get their mind wrapped around what the next message will be to to close us out for the next couple of segments. But really, the goal is to not walk into 2023 with baggage from 2022. We got to eliminate some of the baggage. And I will go into greater detail as to how we go about doing that. What are the rewards of this thing and why it is so incredibly important with the last couple of days we have left that you take it seriously. Let that legacy talk that I was giving you from the beginning be that thing that kind of pushes your needle as we go to this commercial break. It's Real Life Real Talk. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, rocking with my man Corey Guidry here on this Saturday Saturday afternoon, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Catch y'all on the other side of this break. Who that? Who that? I got a sad. 
Come on, J. Cole. I'm thinking about the winner. Oh, man, we got my man J. Cole in the building. Oh, yes, I love it. Corey, what was this song called? Is it just Who That? Who That? Who That? And, and I want to let everybody know I love the song. I am not a New Orleans Saints fan. Dallas Cowboys through and through. I don't want people to think I'm selling out. But, man, I love it. You know, I always have messages in music, y'all. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. I'm at TC Speaks 32. Real life, real talk. Send us a text message, 512-337-3776. Man, I'm coming in hot. Thank you, J. Cole, for coming in. And the reason I reference J. Cole, man, he came to mind when I think of somebody who's a young artist that, that I kind of fell in love with in the break of the late 2000s. You know, his mixtapes with Rock Nation and Jay-Z uh, to now being somebody who's got five albums, uh, five albums of which I think he's got six total five of them have gone platinum he's got a Grammy um, for his song with 21 Savage and, and, and just all these great things but that Who That song that's the one that really kind of sent me over the top and made me a fan uh, some years back man so I appreciate you J. Cole uh, because now you are cementing legacy and uh, if y'all missed the first segment that's the first thing that I kind of hinted to when coming in hot when I think about the holiday time like man I think about my kids I think about my wife the love that's in the air but then i'm also sitting back thinking yo what's our legacy going to be like as campbell's you know what i'm saying it's bigger than earl campbell it's it's what i take on for my family what will be my legacy what level of expectation can i set for the kids what level of can do what level of i can what level of of, of expectation uh that i can place for themselves to have um that they can just jump in the world and feel like they can carry something on and that falls upon me as a man, as my leader of my household. So if I'm thinking like that, man, I wonder, man, I wonder with over seven some billion people in the world. What if we all started thinking about what our legacy would be and how we can make things better than the way that we found them? And we start to switch gears and really transcend the next generation of individuals coming up in the world, as well as those we interact with. Have a different heart set and have a different mindset. Keep that in your back pocket. Yo, what will your legacy be? And then we talked about what the let that marinate on your cerebrum, what that let that marinate on your, your brainstem was going to be. And as somebody who loved rocking chairs and, and being on the front porch, just watching back and forth and noticing that time just starts to pass by, that's actually another Achilles heel toward your mindset if you're not careful. Because I, I walked into the words of Joyce Mayer and she said worrying is like a rocking chair. It keeps you busy but it gets you nowhere. And a lot of us are hiding behind our worry. We're letting worry control us. And we're sitting in the rocking chair and the world is passing us by. We will today make our mark whatever was left on our list on 2022 with New Year's resolutions. Think back. Yeah, I'm asking some of y'all, yo, think back. Because some of the New Year's resolutions we gave up on said, oh, okay, look, we got a couple more weeks left in 2022. It's not over. All right. It's not over. Finish this year strong and let's not bring in excess baggage of 2022 into 2023, putting us further behind the curve with our belief of getting to our goals and our dreams for ourselves. No baggage. All right. No baggage. We're not doing that. So let's get into it. All right. So we're going to get into our message today. And uh, man, that thing that you are scared of is exactly where you are supposed to be. All right, write that down. That's the title of today's message. That thing that you are scared of is exactly where you are supposed to be. Now, we can't do that without the TC Speaks three times. So I got my man Corey. He gets to tap it first time in his, in his history. We've been rocking together. Corey, hit that TC Speaks three times for me, please. That's one. Two for you. 
S3, uh, way to be, Corey. I appreciate your audience participation, brother. Um, so that's where we are. That thing that you are scared of is exactly where you are supposed to be. And and I put that forth because a lot of times we see the fear or the worry as something that is the benchmark or warning as to us giving the opportunity to turn the other cheek towards what it is that we're doing. If we worry or if we get fearful, that means that's our, that's our mindset or heart set as an individual to turn and run away. And I want people to change their mindset, their heart set to think about it for a second that maybe the fear or the worry is actually the sign that you're going down the right direction because your dream or your goal is so big and you're going to push yourself to a brink that you've never been on to walk into a blessing that you've never reaped before. So that's the deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it doesn't scare you a little bit, I think you're shortchanging yourself and you ain't dreaming big enough. Yeah, if it scares you a little bit, if the job scares you a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the if the if the business proposal scares you a little bit, I think we're on the right track. All right. So principle number one is you have to take inventory. All right. How do we embark on this journey of of being able to overcome and get out of the rocking chair and be able to be present and where we're supposed to be? You have to take inventory. All right. That's why I was dropping dropping dimes earlier about us not carrying in baggage from 2022 into 2023. Listen, I come from the meat business. All right, my family, yo, shout out to Earl Campbell Meat Products, top 13 sausage company in America, selling over an average of 13 million pounds a year, right? We over that. Yo, shout out to, that's how, how I started. I started out within the meat business, right? As a salesman, out of state, calling on different sales markets and and just really, you know, in, in, in thrusting myself into a business that I love. And I want y'all to take this this perspective. Okay, when you're in the meat business, like I deal, I dealt with raw materials, right? That means that, uh, you know, dealing with pork, dealing with beef, dealing with chicken, like like there's expirations on those products. Raw materials have ex- expirations like they don't last forever. So you got time in which you can sell you can sell this product and then there's a cutoff date when you can't sell it anymore. And if you can't sell it, hello, we lose profit. All right? Then the business is losing money. So you have to constantly check your inventory. And when close is some stuff is getting close dated, then you've got to start working even harder to move product out of the warehouse because of the expiry date. That means if you don't move quick enough, yo, you're going to lose money. And then as a salesman, you are in trouble. And so what I want to do is I want you all to take that same perspective about what it is that you are looking for yourself in 2023 and what you're scared of. You've got to start taking some inventory. All right. What are the things that you need to deal with now? Because you haven't been able to deal with them thus far. You're finding yourself stuck. You're feeling like you're not moving forward when all actuality, your inventory is stacked so incredibly high that there's no movement for growth. But it's because you haven't cleared up some of the mess that we've been dealing with. All right. What's our inventories? Okay, I'm glad you asked. I'm talking about maybe anger. Maybe you got the inventory of of outworking yourself like too much, like you're working too incredibly hard. You're not taking any rest for yourself. You don't have enough work life balance. All right. Maybe you're not coming to the, 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 the understanding or met terms with that. Maybe you have a condition. Like I said, maybe you have a learning disability. Maybe you have a mental illness. Maybe you have a physical condition that you have been keeping in the dark and you're not coming to terms with it. And because you're not coming to terms with it, yo, you're shoveling it to the side, but you're recognizing you're not growing or getting anywhere. But you got something in the closet that needs to be dealt with. For my man out there, maybe in the new year or starting now, you've got to get into a doctor's appointment because you haven't been taking care of your health for many, 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 many years. And so your health is holding you back from walking into a blessing because if a door was open to you, you couldn't enjoy it anyway because your health is holding you back. 
So there are a lot of inventories. What are those things for you? Maybe for somebody you got some apologizing to do. Maybe there's some apologies that you got to hold up to or own up to. And because you haven't apologized yet, your life hasn't opened up the door because the inventory of apologies is stacking up in your hip pocket and doors can't be opened up to you. All right. Those are results of inventory. But here's the beautiful thing. I want to circle it back to the meat business as my analogy. Here's what the beautiful thing about it was, though. The inventories that stacked up so incredibly high, when you moved some of that product out of the warehouse, yo, it turned into profit and it turned into profit very quickly right before your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you move the inventory of your life, when you move out some of the anger issues and you deal with them, when you get your doctor's appointment and you finally checked off the list of your physicals, when you've dealt with the level of mental illness that you've been struggling with, yo, sometimes when you deal with them, there's immediate profit right off the bat. There's maybe some peace that will then start to be welcomed into your life because you've let some inventory go. Maybe there's an ascension or some meetings that will become vacant because you've cleared the pathway and have had more time to spend on your business plan now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you've had more time to allot to your wife and a lot to your children or vice versa to my ladies out there, your husband and your kids, because you've dealt with your own personal endeavors between you and your own personal family. So now that you've dealt with that stuff, now that you've had conversations with that stuff, yo, you've gotten to bed a lot easier and now you have rest to pour back into your children. So look at your life and say through 2022 while we've got time. Yo, what is my inventory? What does it look like? Because if I haven't dealt with those things and if I can start to deal with those things, I can engulf and indulge in a profit that will come back into my spirit. Now, I don't want to I want to keep it all the way on, honey. Yes. Now, sometimes some of the inventory that we clear out of our lives, we may not reap the benefit of it for a couple of years down the road. Yep. We may not reap the benefit for it for a little bit of time. Uh, but it will present itself. I don't want that to be a reason why we feel like we don't deal with the obstacles that are right in front of us each and every day. All right. You still deal with those things and they important. But I want to challenge people because I want you to go out and get your blessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes we have a tendency to blame why we're not getting our blessings on other people or on other things. Like, child, have you talked to that person on my job? They can't stand me. I feel like they sabotaging me on my back end. That's why I'm not getting promoted. Yo, quit giving power over to other things that may be. Look at yourself and think about the inventory. Yo, think about the inventory that you have to start taking in over your life. All right, because some of us have inventories that are as high as Mount Everest. All right, and we got to start coming to terms and grips because you can't just shun things to the side thinking that they're going to go somewhere. Thinking that thinking that they're just going to get eliminated on our own. Yo, you got to do the groundwork. But there's benefits to the groundwork. There's profit from the groundwork. There's a release from the groundwork. Yeah, 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 man. Hey, I couldn't sell no product until I got some stuff out the warehouse. And when I started being able to maneuver and watch my inventory, yo, that allowed me to walk in as a salesman and started getting accounts with Publix. Started getting accounts and products sold in Chicago, Illinois to Preet's Fresh Market and Ultra Foods and all these other places and, and started traveling a lot more. And it wasn't so much watching other people. 
It was on me doing an inventory check on my doggone self and watching my own products. Yeah. And when I learned to do that, more opportunities came. Yeah. So look over your life as you go through the the next break. Yo, what inventory do you need to get rid of? What inventory do you need to get out of your life before 2022 hits so that 2023 goals uh, can be that much easier for you to attain? Don't bring in the baggage. That thing that you are scared of. Yo, that's exactly that's exactly where you're supposed to be. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Take us out. Hey, Corey, I know where I was when I heard Crooked Smile by J. Cole for the first time. Where was that at? I was selling sausage in Chicago, Illinois. Driving down the 94 freeway, heading, you know, I think heading south, going through Southside Chicago, listening to the radio show. That was the first time I ever heard this song. It gave you a good mood instantly. Oh man, it got me in a good mood. And it was, it's one of those shows, it's one of these songs that lets you know, like, you know, it's easy to speak negativity over yourself. Like some people say, you know, I don't look like this person, I don't have hair like that individual, my skin ain't like this. Like, it's so easy to speak negativity over yourself. And the song is literally about informing, uh, like, the women in the song to let them know, like, who you are. Yo, that's good enough. And sometimes we all need to hear that, bro. Like, who you are is good enough and stop wishing to be like somebody else and focus your attention on just being the first you. Hello. <laughs> let that mic drop. Yeah, yeah. Stop wishing to be like somebody else and focus your attention on being the first you. Because we ain't never seen nothing. Listen to me. Bro, we ain't never seen nothing like you before. Shout out to uh, uh, somebody who wrote in over my IG and and, and said they needed to take inventory uh, because they need to go into 2023 and become, you know, get the yoga instructor classes started. You know what I'm saying? Um, but for everybody, you know, the resolutions are great. I'm all about it. But but let's try to clear out some things that we didn't do in 2022 while we have time this holiday season, bro. Like a lot of us taking some Christmas vacation. So you got some time. All right. You got some time. Uh, let, let's focus that attention back on yourself because you deserve it. And as you get yourself together, as you focus and clear out things in your life that have been holding you back, your family, your friends, yourself, your circle, your job, uh, we all get blessed because of this new and improved you now that you have now that you have cleared out your schedule. All right. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. I am at TC Speaks 32. Um, shout out to my man J. Cole. Five platinum albums, a Grammy Award winner. We always have message behind the music. And um, yeah, his inspirational messaging in song is what's pushing me through today. So I appreciate y'all. That will always be the bumper music. We're talking today about that thing that you are scared of is exactly where you are supposed to be. And 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 when the previous segment, I walked people through being in the meat business. That's kind of how I came up with this analogy because um. Um, the first principle was take inventory, you know, being scared. That's exactly where you're supposed to be, though. You're worried about a conversation. And I've been there scared about bringing things to attention. I've told people you know, I've had to go to therapy and counseling to come to grips with my own personal life. So that's why I speak it. I don't speak it because I'm not doing it. I speak it because I've been through it. And uh, it's a battle every day. You know, it things fearful things rise up, but they oftentimes are looked at as things that we should run away from. But, yo, you got to meet it head on. 
Yeah, because that's where your blessing, that's when everything will come to fruition. So I said take inventory from principle number one because in the meat business, yo, our production team in the sausage business, they couldn't make more product unless we as a sales force move product inventory out. All right. And I want to utilize that. You know, it's, it's business. So it's deemed as profit. But I'm not talking about dollar signs, bro. I'm talking about, man, as you clear inventory, your peace is what you can have. As you get rid of the issues that you've had in your life thus far that have never been dealt with, the peace is what you can possess um, as you clear out your inventory. A healing uh, is what you can possess as you clear out inventory. Yo, a relationship. Some of us aren't giving people our authentic selves because we haven't dealt with our baggage. So, therefore, we can only give people half of ourselves as we go into a relationship. Meanwhile, the other person is giving you the full hundred. You're only giving 50 and you're wondering why you can't ever find somebody uh, to do life with. Because it's not the person, bro. We got, we got baggage that we're not dealing with. We got inventory that we're not taking. And, and that was the biggest thing that I learned. And so I took the analogy of the meat business. As I learned to manage the inventory a lot better, then that means that we were pushing product a lot more. And it made room for me to go out and get new customers. And so for some of us, I want y'all to walk into a new blessing in the new year. And don't you think there ain't no favor over your life? Don't you think there ain't no promise over your life? I don't care how you grew up. I don't know what you come from. I don't care what side of the track that you come from. I don't care what other people have spoken over your life, said what you couldn't do, what you can't be. Nobody's ever done this. Nobody ever done that in our family. I don't care about that. As long as you focus, watch this on your inventory and you handle what you deal with, then the man up above will always provide you with what it is that you need and life will bless you. But you got to give life the opportunity or the chance to do it for you. Hello. That means you got to take inventory. So principle number two, after you got your inventory check, right, after you've come to terms with those things, after you've seen them and after you've started to work on them. All right. And things start to begin to get freed up. What happens is when you free yourself up, you've got the opportunity to visualize your freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to visualize what your freedom looks like. So now that you have this, what will it look like as you clear out your inventory for yourself? Like, yeah, what will this new time look like for yourself as you dealt with things in your past, not bringing them into your present and letting them haunt you in the future? Like as you close down a person in your life who is nothing but negative and they call you, they got the most outrageous news and you feel like, yo, it's my due diligence as a friend to tell them like, man, uh, I'm here for you. I'm there for you to support. Um, But at some point in time, you also have to watch your health. And if you feel like you can't hear these conversations because it's bringing you down too, yo, you got to take inventory over yourself and say, man, I got to free myself from this situation. Like, I, I can't keep hearing all this news because it's actually hurting me in the long run. I've got to become free. What do you visualize when I think about freedom over your life? Like, when I say freedom over your life, what does that look like? If you could get rid of some of the problems that you are dealing with right now, if you said, man, if I just got my health underneath control, man, that will free me up for so much. What is that so much? Yeah. What would it be for you to come to terms with your health or coming to terms with your disability or coming to terms with your ailment? Once you got a hold of all those things that you feel like are holding you back, what does this newfound freedom look like? Yeah. Will it be becoming an entrepreneur? Will it be you feel like now you and your wife can settle down and have a family? Will it be vacation time? Maybe you feel like you can take a vacation now that you've got a lot of other stuff. You won't be drowning yourself in work because you learn how to deal with stuff and you can step away from it now. 
I want you to visualize your freedom. Don't wait till stuff happens to feel like you can be celebratory over it. I'm here to tell you, man, sometimes in my life, bro, I celebrate before things even happen because I just feel like, yo, it's going to be there eventually. And how will it be there eventually? Because I know I'm going to work for it because I visualize what that moment will look like. I already try to see it. I already try to taste it. I already try to hope that thing through. And when it does, it doesn't mean I celebrate any less, but it just means that it further aligns to how I felt numerous times before this thing even happened. You don't have to wait till you lose that weight in the new year to be celebratory over your life. Yeah, you can start to celebrate yourself Right now, because you're not going to let the chains of the weight break you. You're not going to be tied to those chains. They're going to be broken for you. Um, So visualize the freedom. And I want to say this. um, We got to get back to our imagination, especially as adults. We forget what it's like to imagine. You remember as a kid, you look up at the clouds laying on your back and you just imagine and you, you feel like that euphoric feeling of what life could potentially be like with your dreams. I feel like we got to get back to that. Somewhere along the lines in our adulthood, we forget how to dream. Get back to the basics and start thinking about, yo, what will is my life like if I dream? Start visualizing my freedom and not being bound by chains over my life of what I can't be. We're walking around and I deal like I deal with a lot of adults who who walk around with and they've forgotten how it is that they're supposed to dream. We got to get back to that and that euphoric feeling. And I want to say this. Here's the deal about our trials, our tribulations, our hardships and our worries. Sometimes our hardships aren't just something you have to get through. Write this down. But an adventure you get to embark on. What you are going through right now, it's not just about you. You do have to come to terms with meeting this thing head on, but it's not presented or put forth in your life to be solely about you. It's put forth for the lessons that you're supposed to learn to be able to entrust back into the community, to be able to put back into the school districts, to be able to put into your relationships, to be able to put in your marriage. Um, You're supposed to take your adversity and your trial and recognize that it's not about you. And then when you see that this thing that's coming to your life unexpectedly, and I speak on this because I am a multiple sclerosis patient i do live with a chronic illness so i'm literally speaking about that illness that was presented in my life that i wasn't embracing or or excuse me that i didn't live my life um hoping that i would receive it came in unexpectedly but the day that i started to recognize that this disease ain't even about me was the day that i feel like i was actually set free and cured of the disease yes i still have it physically yes i still have this but i feel like i'm free from the disease in an instance that it does not have me It does not control my mind or my being as to who I am as a person. I control that. Me, my faith, like we control that thing. This disease doesn't get to have the power over me. And I'm still living with it. Hello, I'm not healed from it. But in my mind, mentally, because of the euphoric feeling that I feel, because I visualize my freedom without this disease, that's the world that I live in now. So please understand, it's not something I'm speaking over you because I don't do this for myself. I have this disease, bro, but it does not. I repeat, and I will not allow the disease to have me. And if it weren't for the disease, I'm going to be real with y'all, man. I wouldn't have the deep testimony. I don't think I'd have the best-selling author accolades. I I don't know if it would have slowed me down to have a greater perspective over my life as to what really matters when you live with a chronic illness. I may not have even wrapped around, sat down and and, and seen the amazing woman who was my friend, who's now my wife, Shane. I might have missed her because the disease sat me down and made me put things in perspective as to who are the most important people in your life. Like who's been there and go back to those people. 
So I'm signing 300 books before um, a little, a little. When I'm signing 300 books, when my, my my book started to become a bestseller on Amazon, the ball came out life from the other side of the field, which is still on Amazon and now. Go get that stocking stuffer. As I'm signing 300 books, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not becoming a bestselling author if this disease wasn't placed in my life. Real life, real talk. Visualize your freedom. That thing that you are scared of is exactly where you're supposed to be. Take us out, Corey. Love you and respect you. We got one more segment to go. Let's go so we can grow. Come on. Pride is the devil. Wow, man. He said he think it's got a hold on me. Oh, man. J. Cole is spitting bars, baby. Hey, by the way, Corey, did you ever know that J. Cole played uh, professional basketball in Canada? Did you ever know that? Man, I didn't know that, but I've seen him ball on like, social media. Yeah, yeah bro. So, so that's the only thing that I wanted to address, man. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. My working with my man, Corey Gridry, on the ones and twos, tweaking and twisting the dials. 512-337-3776. J. Cole has been our musician for the day on bumper music. So, yeah, he's got five platinum albums, a great lyricist. You know, somebody who dreamed big from the time when he was growing up watching Nas and Tupac and Jay-Z to now having five platinum albums. But that wasn't his only dream. His other dream was to become a professional basketball player. And most people get this, don't know this about J. Cole. He actually graduated from St. John's University on the East Coast. So not only is he a lyricist, he's also very, very education savvy. And then he went to Canada and played professional basketball. And, and 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 Corey can attest to this. Like he's not he's not bad at basketball. Like the dude is actually an okay hooper, bro. Yeah, you could see him on like Instagram and stuff playing pickup or at any like of those like pro yeah. things. He's balling. He's balling, so my man. And so he actually played professional basketball in Canada. I don't know if he's gonna do it this year. I know he played last year, and it's crazy because he's like the highest paid dude on the team, but he doesn't have the salary from the team. Like it's crazy because he you know he makes money obviously. Um, but yeah, man, what what things can you and he's the example, right? That things that you're scared of is exactly where you're supposed to be. Um, dealing with the stigma of being an artist, a hip hop artist who loves basketball. He finally came to terms with it and was like, man, I'm going to try out for teams and I'm actually going to like see if I could play professionally somewhere. And instead of that thing holding him back, it granted him an opportunity to play professional basketball in Canada. And I believe it's like it was like the CEB B the CEBL like the Canadian Elite Basketball League. He found one and he played he played ball over there. Um, so man, I think it's called the Scarborough Shooting Stars. Scarborough Student Shooting Stars is who he played for. And so yeah, that thing you scared of that's exactly what you're supposed to be. And and he proved that hey yo you can you can play professional ball if that's your dream if that's your goal. Who cares how it looks? You right on time. Principle number one. <clears throat> As to how we go about doing this, how do we get over our fears? We start with ourselves and we take inventory. We take inventory over our life. What are the things that have mounted up over our souls, over our spirit? Hard conversations, work-life balance, all right? Dealing with a condition, dealing with an, in, an illness, mental, physical, um, setting a doctor's appointment, huh? All right, maybe going to go see a therapist, set, seeing a counselor. These apologizing these are all matters of inventory clearing over our lives that we honestly can go our whole life without dealing with it and and we live a life of stress we deal with living with the life of worry living with the life of doubt and it's because we haven't cleared our plate even from some things from our childhood our adolescence our adult years we haven't cleared inventory and it's spilling over onto our children into our relationships we got to take inventory all right it's not the 
world that has it against you. It's not your neighborhood that has it out for you. It's not your family. It's not your friends, bro. This take the power back to you. Take inventory of self, not somebody else's inventory. What's your inventory look like? And how do you work on clearing that thing out? All right. Now, if you do that, now you clear your inventory. I want you to visualize what your freedom looks like. What does it mean after you've had these conversations, after you've dealt with these hard and difficult times in your life, after you've broken free, man, and you ripped open like Clark Kent, bro, you ripped off that 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 suit and that tie. Now the S is shining brightly on your chest. Now you're free. What does that freedom look like? And that's the feeling that I want you to visualize and see over yourself as an adult. We've got to get back to dreaming, people. Yo, let the kid come out of you. You forgot how to dream. And you can't go through this hard work of taking inventory of yourself and then not feeling like you can dream. What does the dream look like? Some of us got a dream. We feel like we're too old to go after it. No, you're right on time. If you've done the work and taken the inventory, doggone it, see the dream, feel the dream. What is it that you got to do and taste it? You got to see it and feel it, touch it before it even happens. Don't wait to celebrate when it happens. You celebrate before you already reap the blessing. You already claim it. Yeah, we got to speak that over our lives. All right. Speak that over your lives. And then number three, the last principle. Then you got to let the pride go. Yep. To keep this thing on wash, rinse and repeat, you have to make the next leap and let pride go out of the window. All right. I love documentaries. Shout out to my man, Peter Berg. I mentioned Peter Berg on my last show uh, because I was an extra in Friday Night Lights. Peter Berg watched our football team at Westlake High School, followed us when he was making the movie Friday Night Lights off of the you know New York Times bestselling book, Friday Night Lights. And so Peter Berg, as a director, um, is still doing great things. He has a documentary out with Shaquille O'Neal on HBO Max right now. And it's Shaq like telling his life story in four different documentary series. And we know Shaquille O'Neal. Some of you don't know. Okay, he's the he's a, a three-time NBA champion. He's an MVP winner. He's going to go down in history as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, big man to ever play the game. He's an all-star. And watch this, Corey. Most people don't know it. He's the only uh, professional athlete to be a platinum rapper. He's a platinum rapper. Shaq dropped his first album, and it went platinum. <laughs> Most people don't know that, bro. So that's Shaquille O'Neal. But in the series, okay, we know him from winning his championships in, in, in L.A. with Kobe Bryant, right? And, of course, they butted their heads, and we, we already know how that thing worked out and ended up. But what the documentary focused on, and this is where I talk about with letting the pride go, when Shaquille O'Neal got traded to the Miami Heat with an up-and-coming Dwayne Wade, the first thing that he did, which he learned from his downfalls in L.A., was he walked into the Miami Heat locker room, sat with Dwayne Wade, and he let his pride go. The first words out of his mouth were, Dwayne Wade, this is your team. I'm coming to be a part of your team. And what that did was it freed D. Wade up to be pressured, to not be pressured about the way he played basketball. He could keep playing basketball, and Shaq was going to walk alongside with him with his skill set. All right. He let the pride go. And as a result of letting the pride go, Shaquille O'Neal walked into a championship with the Miami Heat in his second year at the Heat after being traded from the L.A. Lakers. And he got to a championship faster than Kobe Bryant did. But it wasn't about him balling that much harder. Yeah. You know, he cut some weight and did some things. But what he did ultimately was he let his pride go. What pride are you going to need to let go out of the window 
for you to walk in and achieve greater blessings and sustain them in your life. And some of us are worried about that if we approach situations and we let pride go, this person who we who who we don't get along with, this job in which people are taking advantage of, or maybe uh, the entrepreneurship endeavor, if we don't let our pride go, yo, if we don't keep fighting, yo, people are going to get over on us. And I want you to think about most of the problems that arise in our lives, bro. It's not necessarily from the people. It's because pride is in the room. Whether it's pride by the other person or if it's pride by ourselves, I'm speaking on it from ourselves. But think about how think about your relationship. Like when you get into an argument with your spouse, how often could the the, the argument been dis- de-escalated if you didn't let your pride go out the window? Yo, one of the worst things that I catch myself doing as a parent is when I'm talking and I'm trying to educate my children, and then my son or my daughter will tell me where I'm wrong in my explanation. And they're actually right that I'm not explaining it wrong or that I mentioned the wrong person as the example. And what happens is my pride goes to the sky and I find myself coming down even harder on my kids. Not because of what they did. It's actually because, bruh, they found a chink in my armor and they're actually telling the truth. And it pissed me off. I'm not going to lie, like it made me mad. And so I went sky high on them from a disciplinary standpoint, and they didn't do nothing wrong. They just kids, like, thinking as kids do and being like, well, no, nah, Daddy, that's not actually what happened. What, what, you know, you got the story wrong, or that person didn't really do that, Dad. Like, my son was like, yo, that was Sam Houston at the Alamo. Not, you got that wrong, not Davy Crockett. And I was like, boy, and I went off. <laughs> and, but he was telling the truth. Um, so that's pride. I'm really speaking it for the moments in my life where I have to catch myself. And so moving forward, what moments in our life do we have to let pride go? Shaquille O'Neal walked into another championship that ascended him as one of the greater big man basketball players to ever play the game because he let pride go. He walked into another championship when people thought that it would be his downfall from the Los Angeles Lakers. And the first thing he did was tell Dwayne Wade, D-Wade, this is your team. I'm going to let my pride go, and I'm going to be another added asset to this basketball team. And what did it do? It opened it up for everything. You today, I want you to, that thing that you are scared of, that's exactly where you're supposed to be. Take inventory, number one. Visualize your freedom. Let the pride go. It'll keep you out of trouble. And when you do those things, we walk into greater blessings. We're not letting that baggage carry over in 2023. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. I'm at TC Speaks 32. Real Life Real Talk. Corey, have a good new year. Let's go so we can grow.